Welcome to the Best of Women's Fiction podcast. I'm Lainey Cameron, and in this podcast, I interview authors I admire. If you enjoy the podcast, I'd love if you subscribed and gave it some stars. This episode's interview is with Carol Vandenhende. Since its release last year, her debut novel, Goodbye Orchid, has been racking up the awards. It was selected as a 2021 Book Excellence Award winner and is a finalist in the Chatelaine Book Awards by Chanticleer that recognize outstanding work and new talent in romantic fiction and women's fiction. I am so excited to be here with Carol Vandenhende, who is the author of Goodbye Orchid, which is a beautiful, heart-wrenching, uplifting, romantic story. I had so much fun reading this. Thanks for bringing this book into the world and letting me read it. You're welcome. Thanks so much for bringing the exit strategy into the world and letting me read that. So I'm excited to talk with you about Goodbye Orchid. There's so many things about this book that are unusual, that are well done. Why don't we start just by telling people a little bit about the story, and then I'd love to hear about your inspiration. You know, the story behind the story is probably the number one question I get asked about Goodbye Orchid, because it's not an experience that I myself have had. And so people want to know, where did the idea come from? The short answer is that Goodbye Orchid is inspired by combat wounded veterans. The slightly longer answer is that at a time that was actually hard for myself, my, um, my husband, myself, my twins, that I turned to writing as a place of solace. And in this time, I had seen news stories um, about soldiers coming back from Iraq and Afghanistan. And these combat wounded veterans were actually so inspirational to me because these men and women who go off to fight for our freedom in the most dangerous parts of the world, they go at the top of their game. They're incredibly physically fit, mentally fit, trained. And so when they're combat wounded, they fall so far. And what inspired me in the stories that I saw, the stories that just really clicked with me, was the strength and resilience that they demonstrate to get back to good. And so the characters in Goodbye Orchid, although they're not military personnel, they actually follow the arc of that journey. And if you want me to, I'd be happy to describe a little bit of that. You probably know yeah. because you've read it. Yeah, well, it's it's fascinating because like you say, your your hero, hero is combat wounded. Well, not combat wounded, he is wounded, right? He's in a train accident. I'm not saying anything that doesn't happen early in the book. And he is dealing with this and yet, he's also unable to be vulnerable during that moment. I think that's what's really interesting about this love story is like, she's almost more able to deal with it, except she doesn't get the chance than he is. And he's holding her at arm's length and not letting the romance develop in the way it would have normally because he's in a place where he's not able to be vulnerable. And I thought that made for a beautiful story that is about so much more than your average romance. I mean, it's about both of them overcoming their challenges of what they have to deal with to, to be together in that way. I mean, how on earth did you kind of work through all of those different emotions that you needed to get on the page? It is really a heart-wrenching, as you say, heart-warming story as well. <clears throat> it doesn't actually fit the romance genre. So although there is a love story in it, um, in the end, the publisher and I decided, in essence, it's contemporary fiction with romantic elements. But the story is so much more. 
And so I don't think it, and actually I've had romance readers tell me they don't see it as romance genre. And so um, I think that's, you know, when you talk about the nuance and the complexity, that's what you're picking up on. And isn't really, that, isn't that you know, interesting? Because I would definitely say it's woman's fiction. That's why I invited you on this, because to me, she is going through an emotional arc. He is going through an emotional arc where they are, they are uh, that that kind of drives the journey. It's one of the things around women's fiction and the definition is wherever that emotional journey drives the plot. And in this case, I would say, although there is a romance and it's beautiful, it's a beautiful romance. Yeah, I consider this one women's fiction to your point. Yes, and that's actually what romance readers are telling me. They say they read it and they thought that it might be romance, but they realized it was women's fiction. So I 100% agree with you, Lainey. And you're right, there's so many layers in it how you know Phoenix um, goes through the stages of grief after his accident, and as a result of the accident, you know when he wakes, he is longing for Orchid and thinking about her. Yet he also remembers that she's had trauma in her past, and as a result of her childhood, she's sensitive to images of trauma, and therefore, in order to protect her and love her, he feels he's faced with the hardest decision of his life: whether to love her, he might need to leave her. And that's really the central tension. And that's why the book is called Goodbye Orchid. And um, let's take a quick peek at a review. I just want to point out that this book has won so many awards already. In fact, I think you're still in the running for the Chanticleer Award. I just saw you were on that list too, which is As amazing. You are as well. <laughs> Thank you. Congratulations. And it was most anticipated with BuzzFeed and Travel and Leisure and Book Excellence Award that you and I actually did a giveaway together because we were both in the Book Excellence Awards. I mean, congratulations. The the reviews and the awards that this book are, is racking up are really impressive. I am so excited to be here with Carol Vanden Hindi, who is the author of Goodbye Orchid, which is a beautiful, heart-wrenching, uplifting, romantic story. I had so much fun reading this. Thanks for bringing this book into the world and letting me read it. Thank you so kindly. And I, I love all of that, of course. I also am so touched by readers who tell me that the book has moved them. And I hear from, I actually hear from combat wounded veterans who read Goodbye Orchid, and they've told me everything from, it takes them back to the moment when they were injured at war. It actually all also can give them more um, insight into their own experience. Bronstar Valor decorated um, Doc Jacobs actually said when he read Goodbye Orchid, it gave him new insight into his own experience because he had always seen things from his perspective, but because Goodbye Orchid's written in multiple points of view, he actually started thinking about what his grandma, or he calls her Jima, and his dad had gone through in the 14 months at his bedside at Walter Reed. And that's incredibly touching to me, as well as readers who haven't been through any trauma like this, who say that it deepens their empathy. Wow, well, let's take a quick peek at one review, and then I wanna ask you how it changed as you were editing this book. So here's just one review, and I think it it, it just captures it. It says, um, and this is from Susan Cushman, who's the author of Friends, Friends of the Library and Cherry Bomb. And what she said is, Goodbye Orchid tugs at a reader's heartstrings and takes us on an emotional roller coaster ride through this serious romance layered with trauma and lost love. The characters are richly drawn and the themes are timeless, but it's the story that kept me turning those pages and hoping for a satisfying ending. And she says, you as a writer did not disappoint. And that, that to me captured it really well. 
Um, how did it have to change, right? It's always interesting when we have an image of something we want to create and the early versions rarely look like the thing we were trying to get onto the page. Like for you, what did that journey look like? What were the biggest changes readers might be surprised happened over the editing process? Well, because this book is inspired by combat wounded veterans and because of my respect for the experience that they go through, I wanted to do the topic really justice. And for that to be the case, research had to be an important part of the storytelling. And so the parts of the story that changed came from the research I did. I did secondary research, of course, reading all types of materials I could get my hands on, but it still left me with questions. And so what I'm incredibly grateful for, and you can see the people thanked in my acknowledgements, is the firsthand research I did with combat wounded veterans, with medical professionals, with psychologists, with um, physical and occupational therapists. And all of that was so incredibly helpful for me to be able to get the details right. And that's where, um, you know, what changed in the editing as a result of having sensitivity readers who have been through the experiences that I'm writing about that I myself have not been through and having all of this, you know, medical and other help to really get the details right. And so it's so satisfying to me when I hear from readers that the book rings true. When people who have been through this experience say it's really authentic. That's that's impressive and that you're hearing from veterans as well is, is amazing, right? It says that you really got that authenticity, right? And I was looking at some of the words that are used in your reviews and people talk about how it's beautifully written and 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 that they're really immersed in the story. And I had that experience also reading this book. So uh, yeah. So what, what advice do you give to people who want to write a book like you have that's so immersive, that's going to get that reaction from readers, that's going to get people really engaged from the heart? Like, how does someone approach that? Like, what have you learned that you can share? You know, one of the pieces of advice I give, and actually I've been speaking at writers' conferences for the last seven or eight years. I, um, speak on a number of topics, one of which is author brand. And when I talk with writers about author brand, I talk about this idea of inspiring purpose. The question you might ask yourself, what's the reason you write beyond the obvious profit or functional purposes? And I say that's important because I think in order to engage readers, you need to actually first engage your own heart to know your own passion and have that be consistent with your purpose. And so as I was on my journey of publishing Goodbye Orchid, I myself had asked myself this question and have been able to really articulate that being my, by being my authentic self, I aim to inspire hope and empathy for people and planet. And that actually really helps drive not just my writing, but the work I do you know, in my volunteer work in other places in my life as well. That's amazing to have such a clear uh, mission statement, really, for what why you're doing it. And I completely agree. You know, we have these crazy ups and downs, right? Roller coaster ride of being writers. And I think it's really hard to go through all of that, A, if you don't have community, but B, if you don't remember why you're doing it, right? Like, I think you're absolutely right about that. So before we wrap up, is there anything you've read recently that maybe had an effect and touched you or that you particularly enjoyed? So I'll share a book that I have absolutely adored. I have it here. It's um, The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. And it is just incredibly beautifully written. It weaves time together. Um, it's nuanced. It's just gorgeous. And actually, it's really helpful to read 
beautiful work that inspires you while you're writing. And I am working on book two. So it's great to be feeding my own literary, you know, desire with lots of great um, books around me. Oh, that's awesome. And I've heard amazing things about that book. I keep seeing people on Instagram and even book talk who are just going crazy for that particular book. So it's time I read it. I need some some time to get out of my own TBR and read some of the things I really want to get to. Um, so before we wrap up, anything I haven't asked you, I know you have, for example, an online book club on Facebook. You want to talk about that or any other ways that people can connect with you? It's really easy to find me on social media. There is a Facebook group for people who are reading or who have read Goodbye Orchid. So please, please um, find me there as well. It might just be easiest to um, connect with me through my link tree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash C-B-D-H actually has links to my Instagram, to my Facebook, to my Twitter, to all my social media, to be able to sign up for my uh, mailing list and, you know, a link to my website, which is simply carolvandenhenda.com and then slash contact if you want to sign up for my mailing list. So it's pretty easy to keep in touch with me. Um, in terms of anything we didn't get to talk about, I will just share because it's so recent and has made me so incredibly proud. I know, Lainey, you were very kind to mention the different awards that Goodbye Orchid has received. In addition to the ones that are on my website, I haven't even had a chance to update my website with the latest one, which is last Thursday, Springboard Consulting had their Disability Matters Conference. It was their 15th annual conference. And at that conference, they named me Disability Hero of the Year, which was just such an honor um, because they really believe in the work of Goodbye Orchid, that it can touch hearts and minds. And that is just incredible to me. That is amazing. Well done. Well done. And yeah, it's funny. I was talking with Kay Mai last week, um, who has written about Vietnam, and she's very much um, an advocate for Vietnamese culture. And she just got named as one of the most inspiring women in Vietnam. And you strike me the same way in that what both of you are doing is so much bigger than the book, right? It's not about writing and selling a book. It's about representation. It's about telling a story that is not full of stereotypes, but is true to the truth of what it's like to live in a character's life or a person's life. In this case, with disabilities, in her case, she really wanted to write the stereotypes around how Vietnamese women are portrayed in the media and, and in the world. And so I, I think you're doing a very similar thing in that award for, to me, seems very absolutely deserved for that reason. So congratulations. Thanks so kindly. For sure, it is not just about selling books. In fact, I'm donating a portion of the profits to charities, including Heather Abbott Foundation and USA Cares, which helps military veterans and their families. So the book is absolutely about doing good in the world as opposed to just um, about the book. And if, if folks want to learn more about both of those chair, uh, foundations, I'll actually put the link to both of those in the podcast notes so that people can find them as well. Yeah, that's great. Thanks, Lainey. Awesome. Thanks so much for spending time with me today. And I encourage people to go read this beautiful, heart-lifting, uplifting, heart-wrenching, wonderful. I love this book. It's great. Five stars for me. Thank you so much, Lainey. Five stars for yours, too. <laughs> Thanks for spending time today. If you'd like to see the video version of this interview and many others, visit bestofwomensfiction.com. Or follow me, Lainey Cameron, on Instagram, where I share these interviews weekly. You can also subscribe right here to the podcast.